cage for hours. Please. Kiss me. Greetings and salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his character that week. My name is Linda, but you can call me The Cheese. I'm Donnie, at least that's what you can call me, until later on I flip the script and turn out to be a flim flam man. <laughs> and, uh, wait, who are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's who Abe. We're just gate crushing. <laughs> we, we just turned up. Yeah, <laughs> we don't, we have no idea where we are. <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> You're not We got Adrian. here on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Adrian is uh, on a vision quest to find himself in Nicolas Cage, uh, oh. find the Nicolas Cage within. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> so this is a very special episode of Cage's Kiss, where we are joined by the guys from Bottom of the Stream. Hello. Hey. Ahoy. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're discussing Cage's masterpiece of 2003, um, uh, uh, pygmies, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so many pygmies. (laughs) Yes, it's time for matchstick men. Yay. Which, uh, yeah. Uh, any of you guys want to summarize matchstick men, what we just watched? (laughs) Can you summarize Matchstick Man? Can you summarize? How do you ever summarize any Nicolas Cage film? Yeah. How do you encapsulate a sunrise? It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. So, uh, okay. Um, I, I'll give it a stab, I guess. Um, Go for it. So, Nicolas Cage plays a con artist, not a con man. Um, mm-hmm. Whenever I say con man, I think of uh, Zoolander. It's a con man, Pops. <laughs> uh, he's a con artist who's, um, who is uh, out of pills because he has severe OCD as well as, uh, in the book, it, he has depression as well. Um, yeah. He's got... Yeah, it. I, I'm. I'm just starting to read the book, so it's. It's actually pretty good. Oh. Um. So he goes to a therapist to get more pills and finds out that he has a daughter from a previous marriage, and uh, God, I mean, I don't want to like give the whole thing away. <laughs> <laughs> to a dark comedy? Come on, what could there possibly be? <laughs> <laughs> And hilarity ensues. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and hilarity ensues. I, d- I didn't go. see that cut of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is his only movie from uh, 2003. Uh, it's really? directed by. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Doesn't I know. He make like 20 films a year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just know. Study year off. <laughs> I I saw that and I was like, no, there's something wrong. There's yeah. something something happened. Yeah. yeah, maybe he went on a vision quest. <laughs> That's when he became the shaman. That's a bit me- that, that's a bit meta if he was trying to find the Nicolas Cage within Nicolas Cage. <laughs> that's 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 some kind Who of paradox right I? there. Yeah. That sounds like a Nicolas Cage film. Yeah, it does actually. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. Well, he is playing himself in a new film. I, so. Yeah, I read that the other day. Yeah. He's playing um, himself in a film about himself. Yeah. 
Well, you guys are going to go crazy when you have to end up reviewing that one. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> it's just going to blow your mind. To, I can't wait to recast it. <laughs> I can't wait to drink for it. <laughs> well, he was just filming the, um, in Oregon, which we're right next door. So okay. we were so tempted to like go over there and see if we can if we could see him. Oh, you definitely should have done that. Road trip. <laughs> we could have an exclusive interview of him saying, "Get the fuck out of my face." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the perfect way to intro your podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Our exclusive five second interview. <laughs> uh, please stop touching me. <laughs> So we can't spoil this, but what can we know about this? Um, I don't know, Donnie. What can we know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need more than Ridley Scott and his amazingness was behind this? <laughs> yes, cup, cup. Uh, directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> Sir and, Ridley Scott. Um, <laughs> if you ask uh, Adrian, of course, he'll tell you it's the wrong Scott. But um, <laughs> the bad Scott. And, uh, it's the one that's still alive, so he's got by, that going for him. Uh, <laughs> by Nicholas Griffin and Ted Griffin, uh, brothers. And it was based on a novel written by Eric Garcia, who, as it turns out, also wrote a book that I've had in my queue for a very long time, Anonymous Rex. Oh, I've <laughs> read that. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that. I have read that. I've got that somewhere. Oh, really? Oh. But a long, long time ago. Don't ask me what it's about because I've no idea. <laughs> is it? Is it the one with the drugged up dinosaurs? Yes. Yes, I yeah. have read it. Yeah, it, I, it I looks had no actually... idea that was the same guy. Oh yeah, no, same guy. It's it's strange that you know. I, I mean, I guess it's a testament to his ability that he can do something so diverse. Yeah. But um, yeah, it actually looks really good. But but of course, Sci Fi Channel made a movie out of it. Oh really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yes. And it's one of those ones that are just so, so terrible. It's amazing. So oh, I'm definitely going to check that out. <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. That um, sounds like it needs to go on I highly list. recommend drinking. <laughs> Get it on Netflix and we'll review it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I think it was... Um, oh, I think I rented it from Amazon. Ah, they're the, they're but, the enemy. We don't talk about Amazon. Oh. We're, all net, we're all Netflix all day. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix for life. Yeah, <laughs> with the Netflix well, uh, boys. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of your thing. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so uh, the budget on here was sixty-two million dollars estimated, hmm. and it grossed worldwide uh, six, about sixty-five point six million dollars. So a successful film. Yeah, yeah a successful film. Not like wildly Some... successful, but successful. Somebody made some money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I, I, I love most of Ridley Scott's work. Um, although the rumor is that he's a, like a total, like a total asshole <laughs> to work with. Like, cause he just like, he demands, you know, perfection on all of his movies. It's and, uh, Robin Hood. He's a, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> He's a my, Even a my blind wa- man knew that those two people were in love, though he couldn't see or hear them. <laughs> oh. Okay, I was thinking more Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his lesser works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, one of his lesser known works. Um, but if you listen to the commentary, there's a commentary with Ridley Scott and uh, the brothers who wrote the screenplay. And like Ridley Scott's part is all about him licking his own ass. It's all like I I cleverly hid the clues. Really? Yes. Clues to what? (laughs) I I cleverly hid the clues from this book that was already written for me. (laughs) Very true. If I do say so myself. Like, um, oh, uh, some people told me that they knew about half an hour into it, but they had to be lying. <laughs> like, there's no way they could have known. <laughs> Rid- Ridley-, Ridley Scott's got really long arms, so he can pat himself on the back. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's no a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> no way people could crack the code. My clever code. <laughs> Wow. So, how did you guys feel about it? You guys. So, so I watched this. Um, I watched this this week, and it's the first time I watched it since it came out in two thousand and three. And it was not the um light-hearted romp that I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> Surely which, you jest. Which, which probably says more about my memory. But uh, yeah, probably. But uh, it was it was hella more downbeat than I remembered. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Ad? Yeah. The same, I haven't watched this since... We actually watched this together in 2003 in America. We did, yeah, we did. Yeah. We were, we were on a bit of a, a, a holiday-type yeah, we went thing, weren't we? Yeah, we went travelling around the East Coast for a little bit in 2003. Yeah. And this came oh. out just before we came home. Where, where were we? Where did we watch we it? We watched this in Washington, D.C. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, in that, I know what you're going to say. In that weird cinema under the train station. Exactly. It's exactly right. And just as we sat down in the seats and we were pretty much the only two people in the screening and this <laughs> this little mouse ran along the seat in front of us and then the lights what? went off. <laughs> and I was not comfortable for the rest of the film. I, uh, no, but if you li- if you listen to Ad, right, I, I say it was a little mouse. Ad will say it was a three foot long rat <laughs> with razor sharp teeth. <laughs> Are you saying I over-exaggerate things? That might be a possibility. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I vividly remember that that day, and did it look you in the eye. Yeah, it did. And then the, <laughs> then the lights went off, and I couldn't put my feet on the floor for the whole film. <laughs> yeah. and whispering, said, "Welcome next. to America." <laughs> yeah. Then we came home a week later. We were done. We were like, "No, let's go home." So you didn't appreciate the welcome rats, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We don't do that for just anybody. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, sign a good look, surely. Probably. I don't know. Let's say that. It wasn't the only rat in this film. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I, I have to say, like, I, I enjoyed the movie, but uh, the only thing I, I didn't like was that the, um, like, the the ending, they imply yeah. that, you know, he's he's he has... Uh, obsessive compulsive disorder like pretty bad and but i mean now that he's changed his life around he's no longer uh committing crimes and he's happy in his life like he still has the tick but he seems like much higher functioning yeah he's more in control yeah 
the ending sucks. Let's be honest. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so the like, yes. the like yeah. epilogue bit. Did, the bolted on happy ending. it's like I'm going to call yes. you daddy, even though I tricked you and broke your yeah. fucking heart and stole your money. Yeah, <laughs> but it's oh, okay it's, now. It's yeah. like <laughs> this film must have a happy ending, so let's just bolt one on quickly. He, it was he must have just been on uh, much more powerful drugs by, <laughs> by the end. Because he just calmly let. Like, did he find? Like an actual drug that worked. <laughs> Apparently, was he was like... getting laid because he moved in with the cashier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you treat OCD. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this this film's so much better without that ending. I oh, genuinely yes. think so. It's, it's if you just don't watch the last five minutes. Yeah, it's a it's a much better film. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I don't want to think of him as like I don't know like uh, committing himself to a better life and being a better person and uh, right. selling like carpets. Now I want him like out there conning, <laughs> getting his money yeah. back. <laughs> Why would he would definitely have done that? Yeah, he's in the yeah. hole for all that cash. Yeah. He's, he's got to. Uh, he's got to get. Maybe he was running a carpet bleak, scam and we bleak. didn't see it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 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 It's a well, shame because the rest of the film's half decent. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. And it's enjoyable to watch, and yeah, um, definitely. I don't, yeah. I don't really talk about it. I guess this is like my first time talking about it uh, on the podcast. But I've, I have really bad uh, OCD, and oh, really? so yeah. So I, I saw that part at the end, and I was like, "Fuck you, Ridley Scott! Like, <laughs> fuck you!" <laughs> like, and the brothers who wrote the script actually said in the commentary. Um, I think the both of us are neurotic enough on our own that research wasn't necessary. And so I think we just exploited our own dysfunctions and exaggerated them a bit. So then I, at that point, I'm kind of like, fuck you guys too. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to have some ego to say that research isn't necessary. That's, that's yes. such an well, ego trip. <laughs> like, to tie into that. We know everything all... there is to know. Yeah. yeah. Like, to, to tie into that, no, you guys mentioning that your Netflix watching. I don't know if you've seen the Netflix movie, The Silence but it's essentially it, yeah, yeah it, it's just a ripoff of a quiet place but just done lazily <laughs> it <laughs> really the is. Fact that it's like they have a daughter who's deaf and they show hey look i can use some sign language per se and then never go back to it it's just kind <laughs> yeah. of thrown in and everyone's like yes i can say four words that's all we need period stop it we're done it's just like when you go from speaking like in uh, Hunt for October, going from Russian and using subtitles to, okay, we know you're American. We're going into English now. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with Sean Connery's Russian, Scottish, American accent. <laughs> or him being Spanish and Highlander. Spanish, Egyptian, right? Yes. <laughs> I, the only thing I wondered about the difference between the book and the movie with this is they kind of hinted his depression only once in the movie where he mentions thinking of blowing his brains out but not wanting to ruin his carpet. But also <laughs> the way they play the two of these guys together at the end when they talk about how they ripped him off and he taught him everything they need to know about conning. When was he shown to be the master con artist in this? It just seemed like his partner was more in control of running everything that was going on and kind of keeping him in check. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Totally. He was he was trying to he was the glue that was keeping the uh, yeah. Nick uh, Roy together in this, wasn't he? Yeah, he really definitely. was. I love Sam so Rockwell. Then... He's brilliant in everything. Oh, oh gosh, God, yeah. yes. That, that guy is incredible. Yeah. Oh, I just saw him in uh Jojo Rabbit. I haven't oh, seen that yet. It's not come out over here. Oh, is it good? I saw the trailer yesterday. Yeah, me too. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, I can't oh it's wait. it's like surprisingly touching. 
but uh, <laughs> he's he's just phenomenal in that. But yeah, I mean, he's phenomenal in everything. Yeah, he's brilliant. I'm going to a secret screening of a film on Tuesday. I don't know what it is. I'm hoping it's going to be that. I'm really oh, looking forward very. to that. Oh, hey. <laughs> we, have, we have these like, you, can, you pay it monthly to go to the cinema so you can go as many times as you want during the month. And occasionally they'll do like secret screenings or early release screenings, that sort of thing. Oh, and, uh, oh that's awesome. I have a, oh yeah, I've got the same thing with AMC, but it's like three times a week. And, uh, and but we don't have the awesome screenings. I want a secret screening. <laughs> <laughs> so they're a bit hit and miss. Some of them have been like, oh no, I've got to sit for three hours and watch this film. <laughs> At best, then some of them are brilliant. At worst, you'll see the rise of Skywalker. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I remember one was. I remember Molly's game came out. I think last year, Mm. and I was like, "It's a really good film, but it's on for like three and a half hours." And I'm like, "I don't want to sit in the cinema for that long." And you haven't brought your old man cushion. It's not for three and a half hours. I was exaggerating. It's about two two and a half. (laughs) It's a really good film, though. Yeah, as long as you don't mind the mice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there are polite ones there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to a cinema in a train station. They all wear again. bowler hats sure. over here. They've <laughs> <laughs> got, got even, they've got even <laughs> worse <laughs> teeth. So. Wow. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Because mm-hmm. you've obviously seen so many uh, Cage movies. Is this one of his more reserved performances that you've seen? Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. No, I mean, I've... I've seen, I think his most uh, reserve that comes to mind for me, at least, is 8mm. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he actually set out. Maybe. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but, but he, he still does have the. Um, yeah. He does have, like, yeah, the freak out points in this. <laughs> with the, um, <laughs> hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten till you pissed blood? <laughs> <laughs> and there's the awesome line of bullshit, mon. <laughs> he does love his accents. He does. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> was he going for like a, a weird reggae accent? What was happening? I'm, I'm not sure you could get away with that nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the beauty of the cage. <laughs> but um, he is the one who came up with the idea of Roy not liking it when people say Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> which i thought was weird okay so he has this weird um curse word he uses pygmies as a curse word yeah but mm. then he also curses quite a bit throughout the movie like he says shit and uh i, I remember like he 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 snaps at her in the, like toward the beginning and he says something like um uh cut the shit yeah yeah <laughs> So I just I I don't know. I wish that they would would have more consistency with that. Like, okay, is he against cursing or maybe he just he only kiss the f word? Maybe he just curses at little girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't mind punching women apparently in the movie. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Who doesn't? That was the last episode of Cage's Kiss. <laughs> it's been a good oh, ride. <laughs> You're just getting to the good stuff. <laughs> There's good stuff? <laughs> Not in our oh. experience. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. I think next we have a national treasure. So, I mean. Uh. <laughs> Ouch. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I enjoyed the movie, but there were, a, I don't know. I, I had some problems with it. Like uh, the OCD thing and the happy ending. And, Definitely the um, happy ending. Yeah. It angered me. It just kind of undoes everything that they it set does. up. It makes, makes the whole film pointless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll go for and a pause. I'll go for a positive if you want. I, I thought um, Cage's it, the chemistry between Cage and Alison Lohman worked for me. Oh, yeah, wow. I agree. She, yeah, she's, she's really, really good in this yeah. movie. She is, and I don't yeah. know why Gosh. we don't. I don't know why we don't see more of her in <laughs> other things. Right. Well, she was in a uh, Drag Me to Hell and yeah. White Oleander. I love Drag Me to Hell. I watched that recently. Yeah, yeah. it's a great film. Oh, so good. <laughs> I just really uh, good. cursed the Lamy on somebody the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered what that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, and at the time of filming, she was 23 years old. Yeah, I read that today. She was playing like 14 years old and tw- uh, 23. Yeah, and apparently, like the screenwriters and uh, the direct uh, director Ridley Scott, they were all they kept uh, they kept thinking that she was fourteen years old. <laughs> they were like, "Do you need a ride home, honey?" <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "No, no, I'm good. I'm, I'll drive my la- my ro- uh, Land Rover over. Like, I'm good." <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'll go back to my husband and kids. I don't know if she's got yeah, right. Kids, but... <laughs> But I think that's also like just a testament to how amazing she is uh, an actress. Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, I remember hearing that that um, she was 23 years old after seeing the movie. And I thought, like, what? no, no, that's <laughs> bullshit. Like, no fucking way. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, she's really good in it. Everybody's really good in it when you think really about were, it. Honestly, there yeah. are some really good performances. The performances are good in this movie. Yeah. 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 No question. Definitely, yeah. No complaints here. Um, although um, Ridley Scott said that, quote, Nick had always been vaguely on my mind, and I had never actually worked with Nick before, but I've always admired his range and chameleon-like capabilities as an actor. There are good actors, and there are mediocre actors, etc. Nick is one of the few that is a true chameleon, which, of course, the word actor should be synonymous with. I have to oh, agree. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I can turn his hand to pretty much anything. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and luckily we haven't uh we haven't gotten to the point in his career where he starts phoning it in. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. <laughs> like uh, yeah. Bad lieutenant comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one we reviewed in our first season? That was Between awful. Worlds? That's oh, a yeah. very recent one. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that's, I <gasps> that's bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> really bad. He spends half of it in a in a leopard skin posing pouch, doesn't he? Oh, don't remind me. <laughs> uh. So look forward to that one, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you can I skip that one. We've already done bad. it. You can just we'll okay. just send you the files of our episode if you want. We'll send them to your side and let <laughs> yeah. people go there. We're just going to skip this one. Go and listen to bottom of the stream instead. <laughs> instead, we reviewed Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> But because we reviewed that film, that's how we met you guys. So yeah, exactly. Something good came out of it. <laughs> that worked out pretty well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I remember we saw you on a um, Reddit, and we're like, "Hey, you're good." <laughs> <laughs> that's the one time we've ever advertised on Reddit as well. I've literally only ever put that one post up on Reddit, and you saw it, and the rest is history. <laughs> We've been friends ever uh, since. 
Yay! And we all joined the Pod Nation together, and everybody's now uber successful. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just rolling in it. <laughs> That's how I afford yeah. my Demonte. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, I've had to, we've had to move all the rats out to make room for this money. Tell me. <laughs> no the rats are my babies (laughs) (laughs) Uh, well uh i i don't know like i mm, this movie like i remember for some reason i i wasn't too crazy about it when i first saw it but re-watching it i actually enjoyed it but um, yeah i enjoyed it this week i must admit as i it's one of the better movies i've seen recently in this yeah, house <laughs> it's been a good run in for cinema movies this year but i've, I've watched a lot of rubbish films lately <laughs> oh one thing that was kind of creepy that i noticed um when i i watched it for the uh, second time this last week um when he walks in on the person he thinks is his daughter in the shower he actually like he he walks in and she's like, yeah, somebody's in here. And then he looks a second time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spot that. Oh, no. <laughs> That's problematic. That is problematic. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. It's supposed to be his daughter and she's 14. Like, well, you know, as far as he's concerned, she's 14. So I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> good, good spot. I didn't spot that. You don't know. Maybe she had a prehensile tail or something. (laughs) 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 It's a sequel to Anonymous Rex. (laughs) There's a subplot taken out of the movie at the last minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Speaking of which, uh, the the movie for Anonymous Rex, uh, at one part, like, well, they have the, the major the main character played by um what's his name sam i can't remember his name but he played sam relot in true blood and the whole time i was thinking this should be this should be uh um oh god damn it what's his name (laughs) oh we just said it uh the guy from who plays frankie uh plays frank in this sam Um, rockwell yes sam rockwell (laughs) i was thinking like he's just a poor man sam rockwell (laughs) Like the whole time, but then they also have (laughs) (laughs) they also have the poor man's uh, uh, Baldwin because they have Daniel Baldwin. Oh wow! (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) the other Baldwin, (laughs) the runt of the litter. Oh yeah, (laughs) he's like, look, I'm acting. (laughs) They let me out. I'm pretty sure he just lives in Alec Baldwin's lot in attic, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> what, they feed him, put this movie on the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> feed him fish heads to the other, other brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just like adaptation. <laughs> yeah. I went to a seminar. <laughs> I know how to act. <laughs> oh, but uh, Donnie, what, you haven't really said much about your thoughts <laughs> speak donnie <laughs> <You've> been... <laughs> i have given a few insights into this i just 
I don't know. I mean, same as you had said. It's like, this is a dark comedy. I've seen dark comedies. <laughs> this was just like telling you, are you happy? How are you feeling? Close your eyes and smacking you in the face with a mallet. <laughs> it's just like, why? Why did you do this just for that? I was like, I don't know. It's what you came here for. You paid me. <laughs> All right, sure. That's this movie. It's just, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I like when movies switch it up. I like when... Like Dust Till Dawn. Mm. You think it's going to be about bank robbers that go on a killing spree, and then you throw in vampires. <laughs> it's like, sure, as you do. Why not? But this, I, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> to, it just feels like something you're trying to find a genre to put it in to sell the people. And also to kind of, I don't want to say unhinge, but just keep them from knowing the true nature of the film. Which in most cases, yeah, that can work. In this, it's just such, not even like a right turn it's just turning the whole car around and parking for 10 minutes of silence. <laughs> <clears throat> but especially then to just decide after all this stuff is revealed and you see his life turn to just shit. Oh, we have to make it happy now. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're not going to enjoy it. You're just going to be left wanting to know why did you do this? <laughs> and I think that maybe that's why people like it. Cause they're just trying to figure out, is this movie just, too smart for me and i'm just a little dumb or was it really just that badly handled toward the end well and when you get hit by the mallet ridley scott says i bet you didn't know i hid that mallet <laughs> yes, he's like i've been filming the whole time <laughs> like that's how we shot alien don't you know that <laughs> It happened in real time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a He's documentary. Like Peter Freakin <laughs> of our generation. Or what you thinking. But no, I I don't know. I mean, I like the movie. Yeah, I mean, 80% of this I liked. But still, I just had questions. Like I said, he's not shown as being a criminal mastermind at any time. And for Sam Rockwell to say, you taught me everything I know. It's like, when did this happen? Was there a <laughs> montage they cut out of this? Or is this just something we're supposed to assume you've been doing it for years? Because even at the start, it looked like they had a legitimate front for a business set up and things were okay. But then suddenly it's like, eh, let's do this job that I told you, you we should do. And you barely even mentioned to me. But same with his daughter. I mean, I okay ridley scott being subtle about the hints and tiny clues he left in there wouldn't a father want to know why the mom doesn't seem to care that their daughter is now with their strange father that she told was dead at first and then was in prison mm -hmm. yeah i it's just he never questions any of these things he's just so apparently happy with this while he's taking menstrual medication to help him with his <laughs> problems <laughs> Also, he never sees her go into the apartment and he never goes to the actual apartment. He never calls his like his ex-wife. No, and that's another thing too. I wondered, it's did his partner did I miss it? Was his partner the one that told him to go see the psychologist or therapist yeah. he was seeing? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because, yeah. I, I I can't remember the movie, but in the book he says that uh that this uh, therapist or psychologist helped him uh, helped his mother with uh, the visions she was seeing. Okay, I just so. well in the movie though, did they actually have anything where he told him to go there? Is what I'm asking because I don't remember him actually yeah, telling no. him to go. He did. Yeah, he said because uh, uh. he ran out of the uh, the pills and his uh, the guy who usually prescribed it moved away. 
Yeah. And um, so then he said that um, he he knows a guy. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like my head is trying to push this movie out, and I just watched it the second time, like an hour before the podcast. And my mind is like, "No, no, you're better off without it. Come on." Why is there so much Nick Cage in here? Yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate me? It's like uh, that first part of a, a Fight Club. With yeah. <laughs> it's like slide. <laughs> yeah. It's just Nick Cage telling you to slide. <laughs> Nick Cage is your happy place. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but also your very sad place. <laughs> I'm with I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you, Donny. I I am. Um, I think this this film. I I like this film, but it doesn't know what it wants to be by the end. Exactly. And, and that really comes yeah. across. And and also, um, Roy is. We we're told he's this amazing con artist, like you say. But he's clearly not yeah. not the sharpest knife in the drawer. He's not picked up on no. any of these signs that you know this his daughter has just turned up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. After after a couple a of days, point. she's allowed to spend all this time with him. That's a bit problematic as the well. The master con artist who doesn't know when he's being con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, even that in the description alone they give, it talks about loosely, which I guess makes sense in the end about how. They use his daughter to have these two cons out con a con man. It's like you're kind of giving away what happens eventually, but you're selling it <laughs> as something else entirely. <laughs> I just yeah. uh, don't watch it. Go go to Netflix and watch Here Comes the Night. It's like, that'll that'll be a much better what the fuck experience. Or no, hold the night. Sorry, that'll be a much much better what the hell that I just watched experience. <laughs> Well, uh, in one of their original scripts, they had uh, Chuck Frechette, uh, the guy that they, they conned, um, they had him as a, a cop who was blackmailing Frank into helping him catch Roy. Yeah. And that makes so much more yeah, That's a bit sense. more sensible, yeah. 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 That works. Yeah. I, I don't know, because it seems to me that, like, that Roy needs, I mean, uh, Frankie needs Roy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And like it seems like Roy needs him too, because he's the one who keeps him like together, as you guys were saying. Yeah, but, I mean, um, I honestly, the way I thought it was going to go until it happened was I thought that he was just going to end up. Him and the daughter were already conning him, but then I thought, well, what if he, Sam Rockwell, is actually just going to say, you know what, screw this, you and your daughter screwed this up. I'm taking all your money, leaving you guys for broke, and going off and doing my own thing. It's like that kind of would have made sense given how they had the story going somewhat in that direction but then to just suddenly go oh wait this is based on a book people want this to have what happened in the book okay let's go to that <laughs> it just feels like they forgot completely what they were doing it's like filming the lord of the rings and then going oh wait we're supposed to be doing the similarian well shit <laughs> let's just throw this in <laughs> and suddenly it's eight hours long <laughs> but yeah i just i don't know it was really kind of frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And it still lacks Tom Bombadil. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, there was no nudity in this for your close off segment, was no. there? No. <laughs> um, I know. I, okay. <clears throat> there was the implied <laughs> tale. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that counts. As we just made it up. I, <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
I want his clothes off. <laughs> clothes off. Uh, yeah, so they're in a titty bar, but there's no nudity because uh, Ridley Scott wanted to avoid an R rating. So, wah, wah. <laughs> and I was thinking, like, why why go to a strip club? Like, why have well, that scene in a strip club at because all? Because apparently that's where businessmen conduct business. <laughs> oh, that's, that's why true. it's a gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I conduct all my business. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's, that's the point in which uh, Kid, Kid Rock appeared on the soundtrack, which really dated yeah. this movie. Yeah. Oh, God. Really did. Oh, God. <laughs> How can you forget St. Kid Rock? <laughs> oh. I even oh, dated the film when it was made. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> did it not? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, remember, I was watching this with my, my husband, and we we're both like, oh, God damn it. oh but uh also the the horrible wipes throughout the film oh there's one right at the beginning it's like it's done on an old-fashioned camcorder where the screen just squeezes in and back out again it really took me out of the moment i was like that's awful (laughs) i was expecting like star fades and that's ridley that is sir ridley scott you're talking about he's a knight of the realm how dare you We're just going to use a slow George here. Lucas wipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's just so terrible. It really yeah, was. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, I felt the same way. Like, it just took me out of the movie. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it really did. That's exactly how I reacted. I wouldn't mind if they did it all the way through, but it's only like that one time, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's, prob- he's probably like, it I worked in Gladiator. Yeah. 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 He's probably like, it worked in Gladiator. Why isn't it working? <laughs> <laughs> Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, so, is there anything else you guys wanted to to talk about before we get into face off? No, I think we've uh, I think we've covered it suitably, degraded it. <laughs> I feel like I've been quite negative, and I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't I actually quite enjoyed like, it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hate this movie. I, it's just got a lot of unanswered yeah. questions for me. I yeah, think. and the end it sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's. But it's alright. It's fun. Like, yeah, it's enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And if anything, just for the acting. But, um, all right, then. Uh, I guess it's time for Face Off. Uh, Donnie, oh, yeah. who you got? Oh, God. Um, well, if we're doing this seriously, uh, Roy <laughs> Waller, I would have done Michael Caine, uh, Ooh, Frank Mercer, shot. Michael Douglas, and Angela Michelle Pfeiffer, because why not? Just age it up Michaels a and Michelles? <laughs> yes, the Michaels and Michelle. They're really old, right? <laughs> But, I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah, much older and say, well, this is my daughter from 25, 30 years ago. Sure, go with that. <laughs> if you want to go for a much more funner dark comedy, then go to the master of dark comedy. And Roy Waller will have Tommy Wiseau and Frank Mercer <laughs> will have Greg Sestero and Angela will be Juliet Daniels. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching that. That's I'm definitely up for that one. Yeah, I'm going to watch the <laughs> shit out of that. <laughs> Hell, I'm going to produce that. <laughs> not if Tommy Wiseau's got anything to do with it, you've not. <laughs> yeah, you don't produce Tommy World. He produces. <laughs> oh. oh, so I was working this con, and what do you know? I left me undies. <laughs> uh, who do you guys have? Um, I was giving this some thought earlier, and I'm going to throw you a bit of a curveball do you think this film's better if you switch the two men characters 
So Sam Rockwell yes. plays Nick Cage's part and Nick Cage plays Sam Rockwell's part. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, the more I thought about it, the more I liked it as well. Well, yeah, I mean, Sam Rockwell would have been really nice in that role, yeah, especially given where it was going, how the character huh. was portrayed. He's the only actor I could think of who's almost as crazy as Nick Cage. That's yeah, but right. <laughs> <What> reserved. <laughs> that, that's a good shout, actually. I'd, yeah. I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, I think even if you made it now, you could do it. That's you should remake them in the, at the age they are now. <laughs> I'm sure Alison Lohman could still do 14. Yeah, of course she could. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe 15. Give her pigtails. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, as uh, seeing as though uh, we we have you guys on, I decided I would go with a, a British cast. Oh, um, as Roy. Oh, uh, I I have to say to make mine work, we have to jump into the uh, Cage's Kiss time machine Toyota. <laughs> ah, Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go back to maybe late eighties, and uh, as Roy, I have. Either Hugh Laurie or Tilda Swinton, because Tilda Swinton's fucking amazing. Yeah, she is. Um, Hugh Laurie's not a bad shout. That would work quite well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, and I think she's like really the female Nick Cage. Yeah. But um, Angela, I have Elena Bonham Carter. (laughs) Because she's amazing (laughs) in everything. Because she is. She's, She's my absolute favorite. I love that woman. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, God, I love her. Um, You know, she was even in. uh, for my other podcast, Bedknobs and Broomflicks, I, I watched uh, a movie on Sergeant Stubby, the dog, and uh, she narrated it. And I was like, I was so, so, so happy about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyways, Frank, I have uh, one of my favorites. I've got Rick Mayall, oh. which is why we need to get in the time machine. Definitely. That's so. <laughs> absolute legend. <laughs> yeah, absolute hero. Oh, God, I love him so much. Johnny and I kind of grew up watching uh, stuff like Young Ones. Oh, I love the Young Ones. (laughs) Oh, my God. He was so good. Oh, I loved it so much. Oh, bless you, Neil. (laughs) (laughs) I used to love Bottom. Yeah, it was such a good show. Yes. Absolutely so funny. Oh, okay. Then instead of that, uh, the the Nick Cage movie that you guys already covered, we're just gonna watch Young Bloods. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Sorry, Nick. We're taking a week off. <laughs> That's our Ridley Scott twist. That's what we've all been naming this twist. <laughs> I bet you haven't found the clues. <laughs> Were you guys able to find any sort of cagey wisdom in all this? I got one. <laughs> oh, go for it. Always, Always follow your mark to his aeroplane. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Great show. Great show. <laughs> oh. That's quite Bobby? scary when that guy comes back. It's like, that was. Just, it's just that like, was. That's a really good scene, I thought. Yeah, it's out of nowhere, isn't it? He, he literally comes out of nowhere, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got that all that tension of like being stuck at the at the, the gate, um, yeah yeah at the top yeah that was oh. amazing and he's, you can see him in the background like slowly running towards them it happened to me yes! happened to me two days ago I was trying to get this I was trying to get out of a multi story car park <laughs> so frustrating the ticket wouldn't work the button wouldn't work I didn't have anyone cha- I didn't have anyone chasing me but I was still pissed off that makes a change <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
love the uh, the car park attendant too. She's yeah, she was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> We're not allowed to take tips. <laughs> <laughs> She's just counting all the ones out through the window. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was just fantastic. She should, she should, it's the highlight of the she film. She should have given him really coins. Point. Just really wound it up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donnie, you got anything? I have no wisdom for this movie whatsoever. <laughs> Don't watch it. That's the wisdom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Donnie, that's, just, that's still turn more... Turn it off at the end. That's still that's more still than Roy, Roy, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well... My wisdom was that uh, it, it's very important you get on the right meds and never trust your psychologist. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's a good point. They're all, all out to get you. <laughs> yeah, don't trust anyone and don't love anyone you trust. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and if your uh, your child just pops up out of nowhere, demand to see a birth certificate. <laughs> yes, <laughs> paternity <laughs> test immediately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just believe any girl that comes up to you and says, "I'm your daughter." Just believe it outright. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How about that? You want some uh, ice cream or something? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been great if you just said, "You're the fifth one this week." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he def- wow. they definitely yeah, needed to get on Jerry, Jerry Springer, Springer or something, didn't they? Nicholas Cage, you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Even though it'd been oh, a greater ending if he conned all of them and just left him a note saying, "You didn't. I didn't tell you this, but I had a vasectomy when I was with that woman." <laughs> so there's no way I could have had a daughter. I knew this was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I've been conning you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the old triple twist. That would have been a great ending. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Make it a John Woo film and end it with them all like aiming guns at each other. <laughs> Ridley, Ridley Scott, Scott thought of it all by himself. himself. Yeah. <laughs> give me my award. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Queen, give me another knighthood. <laughs> say i really liked the line does the pope poo in the woods (laughs) (laughs) i want to use that now (laughs) that's reasonably common over here isn't it yeah we use it quite a lot yeah really yeah Yeah. (laughs) i feel like we're missing out here (laughs) oh there's a lot of european sayings we're missing out on believe me (laughs) (laughs) oh well donnie has a, a fake french girlfriend Jesus um. Christ. Fiance, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming over to this godforsaken country for no reason. <laughs> I've seen her, but I still think that she was hired, like a hired actress. <laughs> <laughs> they don't She's way out of Donnie's <laughs> league. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's not. That's, that's oh, she is. <laughs> oh, she is. Oh, she is. first met her i was like well you're not i'll go (laughs) (laughs) are you a prostitute (laughs) she's not called angela is she (laughs) this is how i woo her (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess this is the time where I say, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts and on Podchaser, where you can uh, check out the rest of our pod family and pod nation. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Drunk Dish for leaving us a really awesome, uh, awesome review. You guys are amazing. We love you. And uh, remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at, at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. Uh, you can hear me on my other podcast, Bedknobs and Broom Flicks. That's and, a great name uh, for a show. Johnny. I just want to put that out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> really we enjoy is. it. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, uh, Donnie, um, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat until you piss blood? <laughs> well, not this week, but last week, oh, three times at least. <laughs> uh, I still need to get dental work after that curb stomping, but I have oh, yeah. unreal goals on YouTube. Well, not YouTube. Well, I was on YouTube. But on Twitter, I am Unreal Goals. And on RedTube, I am the boy who blew. <laughs> and I have nothing else coming up in my life because that's depression for you. And if you guys visit our Patreon page, if we get enough Patreon um, contributions, mm -hmm. we are going to record us dragging Donnie to the sidewalk and beating him to the spot. For $300, you'll for get you. pictures. <laughs> And I should say, uh, for our Patreon patrons, uh, we're going to have a bonus episode on, um, just for you guys, on uh, Patricia Arquette. And we, we're going to review uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, mm -hmm. and True Romance. Wow. Uh, available on December 1st. So, uh, can you guys tell us a little bit about your podcast? Yeah. So, we are called Bottom of the Stream, and we review things on Netflix that nobody else is talking about. So, we're looking for hidden gems, basically. I think. Yeah, yeah, we're looking we're for the diamonds, but a lot of the time we just find mud. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we scour the bottom of the, the stream to find these films. And then we every week we place them in a like a league table. So we try to find the top. We do 25 a season and we've, we rate them against each. We don't give them individual ratings. We just rate them against each other. Yeah, we're partway part way through season two. Yeah. And uh, we've had a lot of fun doing it so far. Yeah, it's been really good. Do you want to uh, throw the socials out? Yeah. So you can follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast and the same on Instagram. And www.bottomofthestream.com is the website. You guys helped me find uh, Buster's Malheart. Oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. That's currently at the bottom of our stream table <laughs> where it belongs. Yeah, that was like scraping the bottom. Oh, my God. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, that's quite an experience, that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we will be seeing you guys next week with National Treasure, and uh, Adrian will be joining us again. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Pygmies! <laughs> Thank you for having us. Yeah. I could eat a page for hours, please.